She loves Chanel CC, designer belt GG, house full of models GG. How many bottles plenty? How many hating many? Run it up, 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 run up a check. Chilling with hoes, I'm smashing the friend and I'm smashing the next. She said she love it, I do it the best. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of A Little Kiss and Tell. This is your girl, Moneybags, and I have my co-host here with me today. What's up, what's up? It's your boy, Your Majesty, a.k.a. JC. What's going on, everybody? Hey. And today we have my cousin in the building, my beautiful cousin, Naisha. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Feel free to also take the time to plug any business, your social media handle, or anything you want to share with the people at this time. Okay. Well, everybody, I'm Naisha. My Instagram is Naisha underscore Adriana. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm ready to talk. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, um, oh, yeah. Cleveland stand up because if y'all did not know, the verses did come on and it was Bone Thugs and Harmony versus three six mafia that shit was so motherfucking lit let me just start off by saying that i was sitting on my couch having a whole concert by myself dancing the whole whole entire time it was different um everybody felt like they're on two different levels and i do agree but it was still dope because it's like bone um bone thugs and harmony took me back like damn i remember that song i remember that song and they more like a groovy type of pace and then um, Three Six Mafia got you crunk. You reminded me of college days and shit. So that was a lot of fun. I feel I feel like a lame because I'm the only one that didn't watch it. Really? Yes. I, I, I be seeing like I've been hearing about it a lot and seeing like memes and stuff, but I never watched it. Damn, you never watched any of them, girl. I didn't watch any of them. What the hell? Oh damn! I, I feel like I go back and watch it. I be busy for real. I'm like, what got you through COVID, girl? Because we all were doing <laughs> <this> shit. <laughs> I was say, yeah, you can go rewatch them on YouTube. I was going to honestly, okay. like, fall into the gap with you and feel real guilty because I did not watch the last verses, and I'm real, real mad about it. Because I, I fucks with 3-6 heavy, heavy. Oh, man. But, um, but, I mean, yeah, I found it on YouTube. I just haven't watched it yet. I, I do feel like they didn't promote it as much or something. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't. Or the algorithm or some shit on um, Instagram is fucked up because I, I didn't hear about it until somebody told me. That's probably why I didn't really, I wasn't um really aware of it because I, they didn't promote it. Yeah, not as much to me, but. Okay, y'all. So for today's sex position of the day, we have the shoulder stand. It says the woman is on the ground on her back and places her head down. The man helps her lift the rest of her body and spread her legs. So her her ankles are on his knees in a straight leg position, and she's on her back all the way up, but in the air, he's holding her butt. And it says he is on his knees and handles most of the movement. So this is what it looks like. And this is actually the first time they put a... Uh, well, I can't see this, boy. Uh, this is actually the first time they put a Black person in the, in the uh, thing. What? Shout out to us. How do I turn off this? Uh... You know, it would be the funny part if they if they start putting like black people for like whenever you got to have a long stroke. Wait, what you mean? <laughs> like some of these, like some of these positions, like you need like a you need a a dick to do it, like a big dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can y'all see that? That whole look like she's suffocating. 
Let me see it. Yeah, she like she's suffocating in that. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, because like it's oh no, she on her back. My bad. She okay. on her back and up on uh, her shoulders, and he's holding her legs up and her butt. Okay, so I get it. Oh, okay. Look like at the crick in your neck though if you up in that position too long. But I'm gonna post this position for y'all that can't get the visual right now. Um, that's the shoulder stand. I feel like short time it'll be good, but don't keep me upset at long. Do you feel like you too old to be in certain positions? Like you feel like you're not yes. as flexible no more? <laughs> yes, I sure do. I do. Hell yeah. After a while, I was like, okay, now we need to switch. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just like certain things be achy or, you know, you yeah. gotta up, like might be getting a Charlie horse or some shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Okay. Um, so next we get into the icebreaker game of the day. So for our icebreaker game, let's play Dirty Truth. I'm pull it up really quick. Okay. So the first one says, describe your best foreplay. Describe your best what? Foreplay. Hmm. I had to think about that. That's a good question. Okay, so I'll go with mine. I guess, like, for my best foreplay, um, for one, I always make sure I'm clean. That's number one. Oh, that's, that's a must. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Mask <laughs> properly, make sure you clean stuff, make sure you take a shower. You don't yeah. want to smell like soap, but you don't want to smell like stink. So, exactly, because I feel like the more, the better you smell, that's when they want to devour you. Right. Oh, yeah. The more turned on I'll be. I love me a smelling man. I made sure every inch of my body smelled like some motherfucking peaches. He was all up in that thing. Like, <laughs> man. Yeah. Last time, times ago. <laughs> long, long times ago. <laughs> Yeah, I like definitely manscape yourself, keep yourself clean, fellas. Um, but then I like to pay attention to my partner first. So like I'll look into their eyes and then you know, do my due diligence, go downtown, all that good stuff. I definitely like the favorite return. So I'm gonna lay on the bed, get the favorite return. But I feel like foreplay should be something that's just intimate, something that just kind of goes with the flow. So yeah, like yeah. with everybody though. Yeah. Get in, get into massaging some oil. Yes, I like that. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I take just, your time with that shit. Like, don't rush it. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I definitely like to get massaged first and kissed on and licked on, and before I get there, because I don't. I'm not. I'm a very affectionate person, so it's. I ain't gonna say it'll take me a while to really get excited because I do little quickies too, but I would rather. Right. Um, and, you know, do it the right way. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's somebody that, that I'm really into. Exactly. Yes, that's yeah. the part. I agree. Because, like, you rarely um, have those times where you, you are getting that intimate, where it's like the massage. Because there's so many things, like I said, that I want to try. Like, I bought the, um, the <clears> massage <throat> oils, but it's a candle, so you got to light the candle. 
let mm-hmm. him go, do the hot wax on each other's bodies if you into that type of thing or whatever. But it turns into oil too. The other one that I have turns into oil. So like doing that oil massage and whatnot, like none of that really takes place. I feel like unless you're in a relationship or something, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, I like all that. I like, um, you know, my toes and suds. I like- so, Freaky uh, freak. Hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a giver. So I like to, you know, go down, give some amazing head, watch him squirm a little bit. And then him in the reverse, do it to me um yeah I like the groping and kissing like I love to kiss but like grope my body massage my body while you're doing all that you know what I want to do I want to get that um it's like the toy where the man have the remote and he can Hmm. control I got one of those bitch yes (laughs) how is it he brought it to my attention that I'm dating and I'm like that'll be fun like if we had a restaurant or something and he just it yes I love it um so the one that I have that shit was like so and it was just too much and this mofo kept going up on the thing higher and higher I'm like oh my god okay turn this shit off (laughs) it was doing too much it wasn't feeling good though like that it was just like aggravating how hard it was going oh yeah yeah you got to find the right one of those so you haven't tried your new one yet I don't have a new oh, oh, that's the only one you have? Yeah. Okay. I'll send you um, some information on one that I had, so that was pretty dope. Okay. I still got to get those uh, mint water ones. Yeah. Wow. And, and get it before, um, you know, the end of the month. Yeah, before. Uh, yeah. Okay. You got to go plan ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So the next one says, describe your perfect date. I'll let the ladies go first. Hold on, I'm trying to look for my vape pen. Um, perfect date. Mm-hmm. I don't. Hmm. I like a few things, so I don't know. I'm trying to think. It would be a perfect date for me. I'll let you go first, Tierra, because I, I I don't know. Okay, so perfect date would- to me is perfect date for me. You plan it out, right? You plan it out. Um, we have an exact date and time set. Um, you don't even have to tell me the location, but know the type of food and restaurants that I love or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, come pick me up or, you know, send for an Uber car or whatever. Um, I meet you there. We're all dressed up. We have the most romantic dinner ever sipping wine or drinking our drinks or whatever nice seafood steak spot then from there we go on to some kind of hmm, maybe it's like a live band type of situation spot or a great rooftop with a candle the uh the night light type over the head thing whatever them things like laterns are called it's so beautiful overlooking like a city skyline or something and you know, okay. I like romantic stuff. I like romantic stuff. A surprise trip, you know, where the room is all decked out and yeah, and stuff. I like stuff like that. Like yeah, I like stuff like that too. And I also probably would like for the guy to already have like a dress or some shoes for me. Yeah. So I change. I've never had that before, so that would be super dope. Yeah. 
Like, I feel like that definitely takes control. Like I feel like I, um, you mm-hmm. have to be okay with with somebody taking control. Sure. I like that idea. Yeah, I like that idea. Like they get, just got to know, like you know, have some <laughs> sense of style, exactly. <laughs> whatever. Or seeing that I was looking at a dress, or said that I wanted something like that, and then bought it for me and had to lay it out. Mm-hmm. And I definitely like I was telling her the other day how I like I'm a strong woman. But at the end of the day, I like for the man to take charge. I like to be controlled, but not in like a, you know. I got you. Domestic, domestic violence type of way. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, like the man, I like the man to just, you know, okay, baby, we doing this, we doing that. Get your stuff. I'm like, okay, daddy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and know that you can, know that you trust his leadership, right? Exactly. That's what it's all about when trying to be submissive to somebody is knowing that you can trust where their angle is going and that they are making the best decisions for both of y'all. Mm-hmm. I like that you said that. Yeah. Uh, right, so yeah. let's see. Perfect date. Um, I like to plan dates, but I also like dates being planned for me. But for the most part, I'm a very controlled speaking guy. So I plan majority of the dates. So I will always start off with like, Something simple, like I pick you up, I'll bring, you know, your favorite liquor and we'll take some shots in the car. I mean, shots in the house, my bad shit. Shots in the house and then, you know, light little pregame and then head out. I typically already have booked something um, on some sort of reservation because I use Yelp a lot. I'm actually a Yelp elite, so shout out to them. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so like I'll probably like pregame, um, We'll go to an event, something like either artsy or something that's like, you know what I'm saying, that involves like being interactive. So like maybe we'll just park downtown, hop on the scooters, ride the scooter to, you know, our first little destination and then like do like a museum or something like that and then do like a dope ass restaurant after. So like I typically try to pay attention to like what you like to eat, like as far as like if you like pasta, if you don't like pasta, if you like steak, and then like I'll kind of find like some quaint little restaurant that's like real secluded, but also very like you know intimate, and then um, have dinner, and then I always end it with dessert. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not like a major dessert, like take them to get some froyo or take them to get like you know some some cupcakes or something. Uh, uh-uh, I'm I want to be his dessert. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, yo, yo, yo. I was just about to say that same thing, girl, I never make it to dessert because I'd be so full. <laughs> you know what? But I don't never want to, I never want to make, I feel like you should never want to make your partner feel pressured to have sex. Uh-huh. But I feel like you should always be ready. Stay ready so you don't got to get ready. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. that's a good one too not feeling pressured to have sex interesting because i feel like most of the time in relationships it's always the dude who is making the girl have to have sex like all the damn time and it'd be like during times when the girl really do not want to have sex but it's like damn i gotta have sex with his ass if i don't want him to go out and cheat well like the next dude i'm with wouldn't have to worry about that because i always want to have sex so I do too at this age, not but I'm wondering like, is it cause I'm single and not getting sex all the time? Is it gonna change when I get back in a relationship? I don't know, but I hope it stays um, like this. Cause I feel like- 
that's a good thought because I think that's probably too because I don't get it <laughs> ever. Because right. I feel because like I, I haven't. Really okay. Talked. So let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all a question because I have heard that, of course, females are what I've heard as well as I've learned being on the podcast that females majority of times are way more hornier than guys. Is it just the approach that the guy does that will turn you off or turn you on? Like as far as like if he wants to have sex and he wants to make sure that you're down for having sex, like is it more so about the approach, like with him trying to? force himself on you or do y'all want it to be a discussion what that's a good question um yeah don't i i it is about the approach for one it is about um if we're even into you it is about um if you're a sapiosexual like so you like to be mentally fucked it's a lot of women at this grown age that like to be mentally fucked before you try to ever go you know get their draws or whatever mm-hmm us anything about sex so it's about that individual yeah but it's always good to have like a conversation or try to uh go with your better judgment as to seeing if somebody's into you or not like if you are always touching their thigh and stuff and they're not touching you back that means you're kind of like forcing yourself on them like if they're not showing it back they're probably not that into you or not at that stage or level of comfortability yet with you so like don't try to just push yourself at them and that's mm-hmm. crazy that at this age, people, men still can't grasp that, you know, like you gonna know when a girl is into you, she gonna start kind of like, you know, leaning up on you, got a hand on your thigh, trying to kiss you or whatever the case may be. So yeah, um, that's that. But when it comes to like us and what me and Aisha were talking about, it's more so in our thirties, we have this sex peak that we reach. And I heard that it also goes into your 40s. So your 40s is even uh, way crazier for women. So it's like the older we get, the hornier we get as a woman. And then y'all kind of like just get chill. Perverse, right. That's the crazy part. I think the approach is definitely good, but also the timing too. Because I feel like when a guy off top starts talking about sex, that turns me off. Me too. (laughs) Because I know exactly what you what you want like you're not even really trying to get to know me for real oh my god I got the perfect uh scenario so (laughs) this dude got my number over the weekend um turns out he's 32 and I'm like oh lord um so we we texting like asking the uh, basic questions right to try to get to know each other so um I was like do you have any kids and he was like well kind of I was like what the heck what does that mean he said part-time or some shit like that I was like what does that mean and then he was like, what? right, he sent me a picture and it was a dog. And I was like, oh, okay. And then um, he was like, uh, do you have kids? And I was like, no. And then he was like, do you want them? And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, okay. He was like, you want to start practicing? I said, boy, I had enough practice in my life. I don't need to practice. Uh-uh. See, I wouldn't talk to him no yeah, more. Yeah, so now I don't, like, I have been ignoring the hell out of his text. Like, no, bro, you blew it. Like, no. That was yeah. so funny to me. That was a corny ass response. That, that was, was He's childish. I know what the fuck I'm doing in the bedroom. <laughs> the... My God, that'd be so Yeah, lame. that's what I mean. As far as the timing, like you can't just off top, just as soon as you meet somebody, think you, you know, they want to hear about that shit. Because I know I... I don't know you, fool. The hell? Okay. So, okay, last one. If you had somebody handcuffed or bl- and blindfolded 
what would you do to them? So if you had somebody handcuffed and blindfolded, so like the person that you're messing with, of course, what would you do to them? So they want you to share details. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, can I say something crazy? Yeah. Is this going to uh, <laughs> Is it what? Bring another girl in the room. Oh. Oh, shit. That would be dope. Okay, walk us through that scenario, please. <laughs> Let me hear it. So I'll start kissing him and then I'll stop and let her take over. Let him think that it's me. And then eventually he'll start to feel four hands all over him. And then, you know, what's going to happen after that? (laughs) Hey, he about to be hype as fuck. (laughs) That's all I was saying. That's actually a dope ass intro into a threesome. That is. That's dope as fuck. Yeah, that is a dope intro for that. I love it. <laughs> Damn, I don't want to go behind that. Um, <laughs> dope as fuck. Um, I, see, I'm goofy though, y'all. Like, I would do something stupid, like just leave him there for like 15. <laughs> oh my god, uh, traumatize him <laughs> and like blow his feet. <laughs> right and like blown his feet or something or like do something stupid as fuck like oh hell no nah. do you see that dude that broke the bed trying to get loose because a girl did that to him it was going viral on uh, instagram last week or so. <laughs> i don't think i've seen that shit Start tickling him she thought it was so funny he was so pissed <laughs> oh, well, I been some people told. really hate being tickled like that yes. <laughs> but yeah but eventually like you know i get into detail you know, get into a little sucking a little fucking something like that I definitely pay attention to the whole body. So like start from the head to the feet, back up again. And then honestly, um, it'd be like some soft music playing in the background. It'd be like, it'd be like a fan blowing somewhere in the mist. Like, cause I feel like with being blindfolded and handcuffed and your senses are like extremely heightened. I feel like you'll start to pay attention to everything that's going on around you. Yeah. And like I get into stuff with like ice and then like hot chocolate. I mean not hot chocolate shit, like hot hot syrup or hot wax or some shit like that. Like yeah. some some that's gonna like counterpart the uh, ice, but then like I keep like doing it back and forth. I don't know. It'd be some shit like that. That's similar to what I was gonna say too. So like, okay, so he's handcuffed and blindfolded to the bed. I'm definitely going to pay attention to the entire body and play with the senses. I love to have music playing as well. So I have my little 90s R&B going. Um, I would have a feather, like one of those feathers by the bed, as well as like the uh, massage oils and everything. So warm the massage oil. I think it's like the uh, when it's like heats up when it hits your skin. Mm-hmm. So strip that slowly all over his body from head to toe. I ain't going to do his head. I'm going to do his neck or something from neck to toe and then also play with the feathers slightly down his chest and down his thigh do some sensual massages all of that before I get into um you know kissing him with the ice and stuff and then giving him some head some good sloppy toppy I might try the fruit roll up thing right then and there that might be a good time to try it then I had a great thing sorry to cut you off Uh I just think Y'all ever had that grapefruit challenge? Y'all tried that before? Oh, no, no I that it. shit burn. Really? I could see that because it's real citrusy. 
Right. I'm like, what the hell y'all? Y'all confused. I'm really confused by it. like I had like I was just like, I don't know. Like, but I mean, I feel like curious minds would like to know because I've definitely seen it done before, not in person, but uh-huh. I've seen it like on like, like yeah, a little stuff on Twitter because Twitter is pretty much porn nowadays. It is. Um, I'm not on the, which I'm rarely on Twitter, but like I feel like I saw it on Twitter one time. Like the girl had a grapefruit, she was just going in and I was just like, okay. Wow. Yeah, it was like she was trying to eat the motherfucker. Y'all done interrupted my thing. So I you, know. I'm you sorry. <laughs> when you do when you do stuff like that with foods and stuff, you got to clean it off. So, you know, get the hot, warm rag, mm-hmm. wipe that thing on down. And then that's when you get on top, start riding that thing nice and slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what I was thinking about? Um, when he was saying he'd uh, sit there and and eat <laughs> so I was thinking I thought, I thought back to if I uh did that with my ex like I would handcuff him blindfold him let him think that we about to get it on and then torture the hell out of him <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that, would, that would be a good ass revenge for the <laughs> exactly because <laughs> you know he be trying to fuck me all the time like even the other day he was trying to Wow. Oh, that'll be a good ass revenge. Mm-hmm. Let him think that he about to get some finally. But okay. ain't, that some, ain't that some fucking disrespectful shit? Like when your ex continues <laughs> to try to like pursue you like on a sexual tip. But then like if you ask for some money, then it's an issue. Right. So what you want yeah. from me, bro? I can't depend on you. Yeah, like, we ain't together. You don't get these privileges. Like I'm gonna ask for some money. You gonna pay. Yeah. Good twat. Nope. Okay, so let's see. Now for in your business, I'm going to jump it over to your majesty. All right, y'all. It's time for in your business with your majesty. In your business. All right, so look. Today's coming from TMZ. Um, I'm sure y'all have heard it once, you heard it twice, you're going to hear it for a third time, Tristan Thompson, allegedly expecting baby number three, oh woman God. says he offers 75k to stay quiet, alright, so, unless y'all been living under a rock, y'all already know Tristan Thompson, he's the guy, well, he's the basketball player, um, I forget which team he plays for now, um, but anyway, he's pretty much dating Khloe Kardashian, um, They've been dating on and off for what about four four years now at this point, um, and he's the one that allegedly cheated with Kylie Jenner's um best friend um Jordan, and you know fucked up the whole family blah blah blah. However, this guy is having another baby. Um, this is his third kid, <laughs> including the one that he has with Chloe. And pretty much reports are saying that he admits to having sex with Nicholas, which she was a personal trainer. Um, she's having a baby boy that's actually was due on December the 3rd. So I don't know if they had the baby yet. Obviously not. I'm sure they're going to ro- um, go around that story. But she said that they had hooked up back in March um, around Tristan's 30th birthday. That nigga is a dog. Right. Um, they had sex several times at a hotel. And then previously met up as she had promised him a birthday surprise, which he knew meant birthday sex. All right. So uh, if the timeline, they say if the timeline is accurate, Tristan was still publicly with Khloe Kardashian at the time and the expecting mom hooked up. 
Oh, he's foul. He's the dog. Two babies on her or just the one? No, because he had okay, because he had a kid before. Um he had a kid before. Damn, my bad. He had a kid before Chloe. Okay. So, but they were still technically together. Because the kid is not that much older than his kid with Chloe. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. So he had a kid on Chloe initially the first time, which they didn't talk about that much. Probably the um, Chris Jenner bus, you know what I'm saying? She makes sure shit goes away. And then he had the kid with Chloe. Then he cheated, supposedly, with Jordan. But then he got back with Chloe. But then he supposedly cheated again. But then he got back with Chloe. And then he cheated another time. And then she got back with him. And now this is like the fifth time, fifth, sixth time that we've talked about. Yeah, now she's looking like boo-boo the fool. Like, okay. It is hard to leave men, especially after you done had a baby with them. I've seen it before because it's hard to leave them when you don't have a baby with them. But if you done cheated on me that many times, I can't trust your ass. And then you popping babies out on me. So you out here fucking raw dogging people too? The disrespect. Like, no. Like, she needs to have some respect for herself and leave that man all the way alone. Right. Like he stays in the news. I saw somebody said something that was so funny. They were like, uh, we see Tristan and um, the blogs more so for cheating more so than we do for NBA. The they NBA, yeah. You forget <laughs> the man plays fucking sports. Exactly. That's crazy. That's really sad. And he should be ashamed of his damn self. It really should. Because my like, thing is... You're, yeah, and then he's older. I think Tristan's like 33 or 34. Like, I feel like at this at this time, bro, like, you should start thinking about your legacy. Like, you play basketball. You, I don't know. I don't know your stats. I don't even know if you're any good. But obviously, you must be. You've been playing it for this long. But then it's just like, what do you want to be known as? Like, what do you want to leave this earth being, being known as? Like, a client? Because right. <laughs> you're being known as the damn scum of the earth, the dog. Okay. I mean, obviously, dude must have some good dick, though. You can't knock that, because... Because <laughs> she keep going. She keep coming back. <laughs> Did y'all hear that Um, he had offered that girl $75,000 to get an abortion? Yep. Yeah, because I guess she had... um She had um screenshotted their text messages, and he was saying... um wow. He was saying, I don't know why you think you uh, about to cash out on me um, because I'm gonna be retiring soon. You might as well take this seventy-five thousand and get an abortion. No, right. he be not. And he was saying he not gonna be in the baby's life and everything. Yeah, he was a dog guy. That's nigga. the hell he is. And now that she about to get that good child support up on his stupid ass, and it's probably gonna be way more equal up way way more than seventy-five thousand by exactly. time maybe eighteen. It wasn't. He's but my whole be- thing is that's a dog ass nigga. Like what type? He of- is. What, why would you want to be with the dude that says that he's not going to be in his child's life? That child right. has to do with the bullshit that you did. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, that's an innocent child, and that's your blood. So for you to say you don't even want to deal with your blood because of something that you did, bro, you you whack. You're pissing me off. Like, okay, you knew what the hell you was doing, and you fucked her multiple times without a condom and came in her. Nigga, it's your action. What do you think happens after you do that shit? Like, you got two other kids. You know what the hell going on here. Mm-hmm. Mm. He was just saying to get her to get an abortion. I would mm-hmm. hope that he's not that much of a fucked up person that he wouldn't take care of his kid. Right. 
but only time will tell so exactly let's see if your little dead beat suit you mm-hmm. okay. and he embarrassing the hell out of chloe the heck bro so sad i feel so bad for her i don't feel bad for her no more because at this point she she knows she's doing <laughs> like I like, you know what I'm saying? Initially, you'll feel bad for a person, but after like all these yeah. times, she'd be like, man, okay, whatever. You're doing the same shit. <laughs> it's like, bro, you keep taking this nigga back, talking about you keep thinking that he's gonna change, bro. Like, what, man? Okay. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all Chloe is doing is what other women do too. She just yep. a public figure and her shit is just out there. You yeah. speak. That's so true. She ain't uncommon. These hoes be taking niggas back all the time. That's so freaking true. Well, I mean, say hoes, my apologies. <laughs> okay, so let's get into today's topic. Um, we basically want to talk about like the fears that we have um, as being single and like wanting to be in a relationship in this new day and age because times are different. You got social media going, you got side chicks being honored and shit and being okay and all this stuff going on, sliding DMs. It's so easy to cheat, all this shit. We don't talk about all that stuff. So for first starters, let's see. Um, Naisha, tell us your relationship status. I'm single. I'm dating. Well, I don't even want to say I'm dating. I talk to people here and there, but nothing's Okay. And I- Why? And what was your, la- your uh, last relationship? How long ago was that? Um, we broke up like 16 months ago. No, 14 months ago. Okay. So last year in August. Okay. And are you like currently dating with a purpose or like a YOLO mindset? Like if, if it happens, it happens type of thing? Well, at first when um, me and my ex broke up, I was just on some like savage mode. Fuck these niggas. Like I'm about to just use them. But mm-hmm. now that I'm over the situation with my ex, I wouldn't mind being back in a relationship. Okay. Okay, I love it. But it's just the only thing is, like you said, like side chicks and stuff. Like they don't care to be a side chick. They would, they would tell a man like, okay, so can I call you at this time? And the dude would be like, no, call me at this time. I'm with my girl, and they'd be cool with that. That's what I'm right. afraid. Yes, they don't care. They do not care. Mm-mm. Like I told you, the guy that um, I was talking to last year um, when I was on Facetime with him, he was like. Oh, I meant to tell you, I'm getting married tomorrow. I'm like, oh, wait, what? Shit. <laughs> I'm like, you getting wet tomorrow? He like, I didn't tell you. I'm like, no, you what didn't tell me because had you told me that, I wouldn't have been talking to you. Right. And like, it, it, and it really didn't seem like he was married because I was able to literally FaceTime him or talk to him any time of the day wow. and night. That's why I was confused. That's wow. And y'all were like uh, out dating wow. and stuff like that in public. Yeah, like we were kicking it. Wow. Niggas is really bold. <laughs> but like, but I, think of it, I think he was taking me places where he know nobody was going to see him. Oh, <laughs> uh, like other sides of town and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's still risky. It's like they, yeah. they, they be willing to risk their life because some folks out here, women and men are crazy as fuck and would kill your ass. Is that? I don't know. It's so much shit. Like you be sitting on Snap. I'm like, God damn, they really must have really loved that person, or they just crazy as fuck. Like you right. ain't playing with folks like that out these days, like at all. Nowadays, I feel like the women, like 
I know women, when they get cheated on, they they focus more on trying to fight the woman. A lot mm-hmm. of times I can understand because they know that they in a relationship, what they do. But in my case, if she was trying to be on some trash with me, I would have been like, look, I didn't even know nothing about you. So. <laughs> right. Oh. Right. Exactly. Get, get your I'm man. Saying. Yeah. Get right. your man. That's just wild to me. Are you open to marriage or like a relationship? Just part um, of thing or what? I mean, especially since I'm getting older, I definitely do want a relationship because I do want kids. Okay. You know? And I don't want to just be nobody's baby mother. So I definitely want to get married. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I feel like people. You said what, boo? It's just hard trying to find a decent human being nowadays. I agree. <laughs> it's like they say that they, they're out there, right? But it's hard to come by. I'm sorry. I don't know. And then I wanted to also say, um, damn, you said something. Oh, I feel like, yeah, because I agree with you there about like not wanting to be somebody's baby mama. Because I feel like just now it just really seems like they have a lack of respect like I'm not shaming nobody like because they should really like be praising and honoring their uh the mother of their children but it's just like it'd be just so much disrespect out here when it comes to the baby's moms and stuff like what is going on y'all got to stop treating them like that do better uh take care of your children stop being deadbeats fathers out here all of that like Yep. You see what the baby did to his baby mama. Who? The baby. Right. Yeah, and how he was treating Danny Lee. That was just foul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so wrong. Like, ugh, I, I, I just can't. I, I couldn't. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, yeah, so that's my thought on that. And um, your majesty, you're open to marriage too, right? You yeah, as cool? of now. I think so. Um. I used to be more open to marriage like before I really got into all the relationships that I've been in. But now I'm kind of like it is what it is. Um, I would definitely like some sort of like commitment ceremony just because I like a good party. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but but other than that, like, I mean, it is what it is. I feel like to each his own. Um, sometimes marriage don't really mean a thing, but sometimes it does. You know what I'm saying? Like the state that I'm in right now, um, if I was to get married, then I would expect a lot of things to change as far as like, you know, letting people get by on shit that just wasn't really like suiting me. But I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna let them do them. I'm let me do me. But like give us I, an example. I don't think like for fine. instance, okay. So like let's say, okay, like my current partner like he, like they <laughs> they do a lot of shit that irritates me and one of the things is like they drink every day and like it's not like they drink heavily but like they like i guess i don't know if it's like a southern thing or like something <laughs> that like they only do like in the carolinas but like he'll have like a legit drink every day and like a shot before like it's time to go to bed and like i be smelling all his breath and he's never drunk but i think it's just his way of unwinding the same way that some people smoke a blunt after work and you know unwind and shit like that but like that smell irritates the fuck out of me and i'd be and i'd be like ooh, because does he act a certain way like after drinking or is it no honestly if anything it just puts him to sleep 
Uh, so like it's not like he it's not like he gets like turned up or like he acts rude or anything like that if anything he's more affectionate but then like but with him being affectionate his breath stinks it smells like alcohol uh, but like I, but like i kind of let it go a little bit now because i'd be like you know what he's decompressing i ain't gonna bother him you know he's not doing nothing to hurt me or harm me but right. I feel like if I get married, then I'd be like, um, we should drink it every night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be certain. That's what I mean when I say, like, it's going to be certain stuff that I'm probably going to be a little bit more harsh on. Because I'm going to be like, all right, you know, you, we supposed to be for lifers. Right. So I'm trying to keep you here with me as long as possible. And I would expect right. you to do the same to me. I like that, though. Because, I mean, yeah, you could introduce new things as far as, like, the sleepy time tea um melatonin cherry juice stuff like that puts you to sleep too so yeah if that's a thing like that he feel like he needs before he goes to bed and that's yeah that can easily be fixed yeah um, definitely just have a conversation with him what he says i agree okay so let's go around the room and say like what summer for your majesty you're you're already in, in a relationship so you can say what your fears were or what your fears might be for marriage when it comes mm-hmm. to this question so let's go around the room and talk about like our fears for wanting to be in our next relationship and when dating like what fears do you have what are your worries what are your concerns like what are the things things that uh you think about when like damn do I want to be back in a relationship or no, nah, because I don't want to have to deal with this, that, the other, whatever it may be. I, I think oh. my biggest fear would be like heartbreak. Um, to be completely honest, I think that would just sum it up. I think that would be my ult- that's the ultimate fear is like putting my heart out there and I'm completely disappointed, completely blindsided. I hate being blindsided, but being like completely blindsided and lied to for so many years. Mm-hmm. I think that would like crush me and i honestly i already said if i get out of this relationship then i'm good on i'm good on relationships for the rest of my life wow wow that's deep yeah (laughs) (laughs) my problem my fear is wasting my time again yes time is one thing you can't get back yeah i'm i've i've come like i've had my heart broken but i was able to overcome it but i can't get my time back Mm. That's deep too. That's so true. I agree with both of those. Um, for me, it's also being uh, heartbroken again, getting hurt, um, the lies and the deceit, cheating, all of that stuff. Like in my next relationship, I'm really hoping for somebody who's very transparent and we can be transparent with each other without mm-hmm. having that judgment. It's like you will have a little, a little bit of judgment, like, damn, like you, 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 you thinking about fucking this chick or whatever the case may be, but it's like, I hope it's uh, somebody that I can communicate with and we can have that communication, open communication to where we can talk about anything, whether it be something like that or something minor or something even bigger than that, you know? Maybe they got some kind of sexual fetish of something else, like who knows? But I want to be able to talk and have that transparency with uh, my next partner and not that sneakiness because being cheated on, like you do still hold like that, trust issues like it's hard to get over those trust issues when you've been crossed by different types of people in your life Mm -hmm. you know I it's been my um it's been a boyfriend it's been a friend it's been a family member for me so it's like 
it's hard. So I feel like, you know, the safety zone is being single and being by yourself because not having to trust another individual, but I really hope somebody can help me put my guard down and help me to trust them in a way that is so phenomenal because I do want love and I do want marriage and I do want kids and all that stuff too. I feel you. All right. So the next question kind of honestly piggybacks off of what you just asked. Um, So we all know relationships are amazing, especially at the beginning when you open your heart and, you know, you learn to how to be loved again and also how to love. Describe the last time you had your heart broken. Ooh. Aisha, I'm going to let you go. Oh, you oh, I, was gonna, I just walked in this bank. Okay, I'll go. Okay. Um, ooh, chill. Okay, so I think I've talked about it on here before. The guy that, um, you know, I was in love with and mm. he kept leading me on for several years. I believe it was like a total of four years joke on me right um but uh yeah like he was live he'll live here then he had to travel for um like some football stuff then he would come back and then oh I'm in your city and da, da, da. so it was kind of like that on again off again thing where, we're, where we see each other but the love never lost right, right. we were saying I love you to each other and whatnot you know we were like um made a pact by if we both didn't have a kid by a certain age we was gonna have a kid together and that that year had came and it's so funny because within that year uh, we had started back talking to him because I had to cut him off like he was just very manipulative I feel like in a in a not so obvious way but got over on me a lot like quite a lot that's the one that I said like when I would drink when we were playing that icebreaker game I was taking the drinks because I have given him money never received it back type shit like just doing dumb shit right um let him keep his shit in my in my little storage and stuff like you know but when I come to your city you ain't making the time but every time you in my city you want to stay at my crib and you know all that shit like just dumb shit so um the year where the packs like he ended up getting back in my life or whatever worn his way back in my life and um that very same year it was last year y'all um I was on social media with my best friend because my best friend knows of him too. And he had sent me something. He DM'd me something and was like, what are he about to be on? So it was like something where it said like uh, singles, singles looking for somebody or some shit like that. It was, was going to be kind of some kind of panel of singles being on the panel on IG Live on this page. So we like, what the fuck? This nigga ain't ready for no relationship. Like, this nigga been telling me this whole time. I'm not ready yet. I got to get myself together first. I got to be financially ready. And, you know, I'm not ready to take, you know, not at this time, blah, 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 all this bullshit. So I'm like, okay, we about to tune in and see what the fuck he's talking about. And I was going to record it too, because I'm like, I got to see what the fuck comes out of his mouth. So he finally gets on the panel. The guy before him went, saying how he's a father of two and da, 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 and all this shit and that and what he's looking for in a woman and whatnot and why he's still single and so then he gets on the panel and he's like uh yeah so they asking him you know do you have kids and he was like yeah I have three do you know how fucking my mouth dropped and how my heart just like fucking went to my butt like are you fucking kidding me yeah that's, that's you messed- never said anything about kids your mom, me and your mom are super close. 
she calls me. She calls me daughter-in-law. All this toxic ass shit, right? She's mm-hmm. never mentioned having a grandkids by you, only by your brother. So I'm telling my best friend, I'm like, maybe he's claiming, I don't know. Is he lying? Like, but why would he lie about that? And right. I'm just trying to get him the benefit of the doubt still. That's how wrapped he had me, right? In his little lying ass shit. <laughs> so um, he's continuing whatever. And I'm just like, are you fucking serious? So after that, I'm calling everybody, all my friends. He, he done met my friends. He done met my family, y'all. All this shit, whatever. They was rooting for him and stuff. But then they started seeing how he was kind of playing with me and like leading me on and stuff and whatnot. So they started- I wasn't. I always felt like he was like a sister, but okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're the one of the- <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was rooting for you for love just because I knew that you deserved love and I know that you want to love. Mm-hmm. But I knew that he was inconsistent, but I hadn't been around him enough to make that judgment. Mm. But I knew that he was inconsistent. But I will tell you this. The next relationship you get in, mm-hmm. and my son included, watch out from them, for the mamas because they be fake as fuck. Right. And I want to do an episode on that because I remember me and um, Naisha was just having this conversation this week about that shit because you were telling me about your uh, ex's uh, mom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to bring her back for that episode <laughs> so we can share it all. <laughs> But yeah, that shit, like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You're a fucking liar. And mom, like, what the fuck? Like, why would you not even tell me? So she ends up hitting me up and stuff too. I, I hit her. Like, my best friend was like, don't reach out. Then my other best friend, I think you imagine you was like, nah, you want to get that closure. Like, you can reach out to ask. Like, what exactly. the fuck? So I reached out to her. I'm like, so Georgia, Georgia got kids. <laughs> Georgia got kids and then um she was like yeah he didn't tell you I was like uh no like and you knew that we were having this pact and stuff the whole time me not thinking he has any kids and whatnot like I'm so confused no he has he has two kids and one is about his white girl and he just never gets to be in their lives they won't let him see the kids and they're by two different women and I'm like by two different women like how old are they? And asking all these questions and stuff. One is like 11. The other one's like seven. I'm like, what? He does not post any of these kids. They're not on his Instagram. I don't see them on your page. Like, it's just weird. Like what? I just didn't believe it. But yeah, that whole, that's my story. (laughs) y'all. Crazy shit. I I can tell you about my, um, okay. I'm, I don't know if this gonna make sense to y'all, but I'm gonna try to explain as best I could. So my last ex, I loved him more than I loved my ex-husband, but I feel like my um, breakup with my ex-husband was more heartbreaking than my last um, relationship because I was married Mm -hmm. and the guy was in the military or whatever. And when he was in Okinawa, Japan, because we would only be able to iMessage because the time zone was, you know, was different. So when he's up in the morning, I'm at, you know, I'm asleep at home in Florida. So he, one day I messaged me and was like, marriage is not what he want right now. He want to focus on him. And I'm just like taken back, like what? So then I ended up moving back to Cleveland and I see he got married again and had a baby on the way. Whoa. Damn. And how many years had y'all been together when he said this? Uh, Two. Damn. And so he got married before y'all even got divorced? No, he, as soon as our uh, papers was, you know, our, I don't even think the ink was even dry 
before he oh, got married. Damn. Oh my God. Fucking yes. ass and, man. Child. And then I was so heartbroken because the girl he was messing with, she in the military too. And what's crazy is this one I used to be on Facebook hard. I don't I don't even be on Facebook no more. This girl used to be common under all my pictures with me and him. Y'all make a cute couple. Damn. Y'all that. And she was trying to be my friend. Hell no. Sneaky and she dick. was trying to and she was trying to fuck with me for real. Mm. Like on some gay shit, which is, oh. you know, you know, I mean, not saying it like that. Nah, that's I, fucked up. So, whatever. She but, was trying to fuck her way into your man and oh she and, yeah. she was trying and to look, get in your bed too. Shit. And look, right. So this the this the crazy part. She um I'm I'm not thinking nothing of it. I'm just thinking, oh, she nice or whatever. She sent me her number. She was like, we should hang out sometime. I'm like, okay. And like I text me and her text a few times. Then when I found out that was the girl that he um was with after me and him, I called her and she was like, How did you get my number? I screenshotted it. I said, Bitch, you gave me your number. <laughs> what Trash. the fuck? So she just slid in his DM. I mean, I guess they knew each other years ago, like in high school. Oh. See, I feel like shit like that deserves an ass whooping. See, look, and this is why I be having them trust issues when it comes to men with all of, who either got a bunch of female friends or got so many female best friends. Sometimes this is the exact situation that we be thinking about in our back of our head. The mm-hmm. women, or even it might be the, uh, you know, it might be vice versa, where the man is actually sticking around. Oh, I'm just her friend, but they're secretly waiting for their opportunity to yeah. get in and win you <laughs> over. They wait for your fucking heartbreak and then want to be the one that you crying on their shoulder and you know having that emotional feelings with and stuff. And then boom, <laughs> they in there. Yep. And then oh, another thing that uh that hurt me in that situation because me and him we was going. Um, practice, you know, having a baby. Since we had the insurance, I was like, I want to do, um, I want to try to do fertility treatment so I can try to have twins. Mm. So we, I did the fertility treatment or whatever, and um, all of my, so me and him had sex or whatever. All of my eggs fertilized. It was like a few fertilized, but I had to get a shot to pretty much kill all the eggs because a pregnancy like that would have killed me it was like some like uh john i'm not john john and kate plus eight type of thing so i would have had like multiple oh, pregnancy it was too risky so yeah. i had to get a shot to and it killed all the eggs oh. all the babies so when i found out he was having a baby i'm like damn oh fuck no see this is shit where the snap situation for some people would have came into effect now <laughs> You can't be doing like, come on, man. It's our bodies. It's like them mm-hmm. fucked up as men like that. Don't think about nobody but them fucking selves because that's very selfish. And women put their bodies through so fucking much when it comes to trying to get pregnant, pregnancy, going through these losses, miscarriages and shit. Like that shit is not taken lightly. And uh, I don't like that. Um, I don't like that either. I literally, I, when I came back to Cleveland, I, I was so depressed. Well, I don't even want to say I was depressed. I was stressed because, like, Mm -hmm. I went to see a therapist or whatever, and the therapist was trying to um, get me on some antidepressants. And I was like, I'm not depressed. I'm just stressed out. I'm not taking no fucking medicine. (laughs) That's why I'm here to talk to you. 
they not got to tell right. <laughs> I hate when they just try to give you some damn prescription type shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You crazy I cried, like I cried for probably like six months straight every day. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I'm sorry, Naisha. I'm sorry you went through that, babe. I oh, I, 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 I'm that's old. You know, but you know what? But, but I swear, I swear, the reason why I even ask this question is because I feel like it's situations like that, like where you know, like those heartbreaks really, really brought you down. That it really, really makes you like a way better person because you just start to like be more aware, not only of others but also of yourself. And mm-hmm. you'll be like, you're never gonna take yourself through that again. And then it, it sometimes it really transforms you into into the person that you need to be. So I mean, it's unfortunate, but mm-hmm. like I said, I feel like we all end up winning and being on the better end. Majority of us that's not in jail, for you know, for for acting out on those emotions and and doing the shit where we could just kill a motherfucker. Like I feel like you know what I'm saying when you survive it, then yeah. But can I say one more thing though about that? Of course. Yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. After I finally got past the heartbreak, it was kind of like a, a woosah, like a sigh of relief because at the end of the day, I really wasn't trying to live no military life, wife life. Mm. I didn't really, I really wasn't 100% happy. But I kind of felt like it was just like a phase that married people go through. Mm. And I like I was comfortable in my situation and I felt like maybe it'll pass. Mm. So after, like I said, after I got past that heartbreak, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of glad it happened the way that it did. Nice. Yeah. That's some real shit. Okay, so uh, let me see. Okay, so going off the heartbreaks, what relationship trauma for you do you feel like you've worked on yourself or have yourself? Give me an example. Like, what do you mean? So like relationship trauma, mine was uh, trust issues. Oh, yeah, definitely trust. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if your, hus- your whole husband can do that to you, it's like the next person, I'm pretty sure they're going to shit on me. So how are you trying to work on that? Do you feel like you have worked on that? Or um, how are you trying to work on that before getting to your next relationship? Gotcha. I mean, let me think. At this point, I kind of just, I am guarded, but I just take people for what they are. Because like, like I said, my, when I, when uh, me and my ex-husband had broke up, um, I was out of a relationship for three years. And then I ended up meeting um, my last ex. And I actually gave him a chance, but I still kind of felt like I was a little guarded because I was still, I was still a little apprehensive of like, you know, far as like trusting people. Exactly. But I don't know. As of now, like I still, I still trust my ex, my last ex, but <clears throat> I just don't know if I want to be in a relationship no more. Well. So- so, Naisha, can I ask you a quick question? So, do you think that you're still healing? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm. Not, I don't think I'm in love with him no more, but I am still healing though. Okay. So yes, yeah, so I feel like it's like I feel like especially when like you're still trying to heal from certain past traumas, that sometimes it can still be difficult. I know right. for me, like my past traumas was definitely 
um trust also being manipulated um because i'm not an easy person to be manipulated but like i'll do for me i'll do whatever i can for the person that i love like mm -hmm. i'll put myself last you know what i'm saying and put you like on like a horse and, yeah um, yep. and honestly, i had to learn that i had to learn how to be selfish um and I learned that being selfish isn't always a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Because you have yeah. to put yourself, you have to put yourself first in order to even be the best person that you can for anybody else. You got to be the best person for yourself. Yeah. So, so I definitely unpacked. Um, I unpacked all my bad because y'all know, like bag lady, like um, thing, uh -huh. like, I do. I unpack. I unpacked every bag that I had. Like I wrote things down. And then I wrote down like where I may have felt saw like any type of insecurities that I may have had or any type of like issues that I may have had. And then I found ways to kind of like make myself change that about myself. Like if like yeah. I either like meditated on it or I put it out in the universe that, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm this type of person. And then I honestly just start seeing the change just happen because you start yeah. to believe yourself way, way more. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. like that okay yeah so my last relationship where I messed up at was um I put him first and he put him first see mm. yeah mm. that's deep okay that was deep as well yeah because they do say love yourself more so mm -hmm. in, in relationships you should always love yourself more so I guess like having respect for yourself um standing for yourself um, making sure you're healthy in order to love somebody else and you know you have to be in a healthy mindset and state of mind before actually trying to be there for somebody else so that makes sense yeah it does i'm gonna try to work that's on the things that uh your majesty mentioned there yeah that's good because i'm like how do you get over it like i feel like with trust issues trying to get like it's not easy it's like you got to go oh. through other relationships in order to try to like, okay, I'm going to give this person a try. Let's see how it goes. And I haven't been in another relationship <laughs> since that. So, yeah, I don't know. But I think, <laughs> I think the biggest thing is that you have to, it's not about also trusting others. You have to start to learn how to trust yourself again. Because mm -hmm. you'll tell yourself, I saw those warning signs. I know I knew that. I know I should have paid more attention True. to shit. Yeah. So then you also aren't mad at them, but you're also mad at yourself. And I think mm -hmm. you start to question your trust and trusting your own self. So I feel like, so for perfect example for you, Money, since you're still like, you know, dating and still trying to get to learn how to trust, you yeah. have to start just like being a little bit more easy on yourself and start being like you know what I got that right or you know what I'm saying I noticed that and start to be like start applauding yourself for the stuff that you are you know what I'm saying getting correct and then that way you'll slowly start I feel like hopefully you'll slowly start to be like you know what I could trust myself on knowing what I can and can't see and then uh -huh. things that I don't know I just have to <laughs> ask because sometimes that's your issue um from the outside looking in you won't ask a question like even if you see something or even like if you know what i'm saying you sometimes may not ask the question just because you don't want to look a certain way yeah but I'm, I'm a strong believer and i'd be like ask the question anyway you know what i'm saying it's yeah. all it's all in communication in the way that you present whatever issue you may have because honestly it may end up just being a whole bit mis miscommunication yeah and yeah that's true a lot of times people 
um, it'd be miscommunication. People don't know how to communicate nowadays. No. Yeah. And I was going to um, ask y'all a question. I was wondering, do y'all think that it's a red flag? Like, say you meet somebody and they ask, when was your last relationship? And you've been out of a relationship for so many years. Do you think that people look at you like, damn, so what's wrong with you? That's, a good That's what we've been talking about for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when it comes to dudes, I oh that's that's tough what do you say you imagine you go first i mean i haven't been, unfortunately i haven't been out of a relationship in a long time like i feel like i was i was one of those serial daters like where i was dating back to back to back until like i finally had got like maybe like a break for like a year a year and a half um and you know what i'm saying and honestly i just like if anybody asked me what what did i do within the time that i was single i was just like i really learned me i dated myself i um I figured out things that I didn't like about myself and I figured out a lot of stuff that I do like about myself. And yeah. within the time frame, like I made a lot of trial and error mistakes with people that I may have just even allowed myself to associate with, not, yeah. te not technically date, but you can just say people I've allowed myself to associate with. I made some trial and error mistakes, but you know what I'm saying? But now I feel like I'm the best person for me, which was going to make me the best person for you. Yeah, well, would you look at somebody differently if you were trying to date them and they hadn't been in a relationship. Oh, you're asking me would I look at them differently? Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think I would if if it was like for instance, if it was money bad situation, um, and I was talking to somebody and if I could see that that person is a driven person, um hardworking, has a lot of projects going on, um, is loved by their friends and their family then I'd be like, okay, well, this is a, this is a good ass person. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you got to pay attention to stuff like that. Now it would be different if you're just a weirdo and you don't have <laughs> no, you don't have no friends, no family. You don't yeah. got nobody that love you. You don't got no job. I'd be like, man, what the fuck you been doing? But if you really, <laughs> but I'm saying like, but if you have these healthy relationships around you, like I feel like with money, people can see that she has a lot of friends. They can see that she has a successful podcast. They can see that she has a successful job, that she has a nice house. You know what I'm saying? And like, I feel like stuff like that, you'll be like, okay, so they really, really been taking care of self. So it wouldn't be a red flag to me at all. If I see that you like, taking care of yourself. Because to me, it's like, it should be a green flag that I have not been serial dating and jumping in every relationship just to fill that void you know yes. of being and that you just don't have no random kids i'm right i ain't out here i ain't got five six children you know like and i'm single like i'm clearly single for a reason and i know i'm dating with a purpose and looking for my next relationship to be my last relationship so i haven't yeah. been out here just fucking around playing in the fields you know like i ain't got a bunch of kids and i haven't been in so many relationships I think those are things to look at too as some red flags sometimes yes. depending on the situation. Yeah, I'm kind of on a fence when it comes to um, that. The reason why I say that is at the end of the day, I would kind of look at somebody some kind of way if they jump from relationship to relationship because I feel like <clears throat> I'm not special because you would be in a relationship with anybody. Exactly. And speak, because I sure thought that for a minute about my damn self. <laughs> just like shit nigga, are you taking time to learn yourself i mean like but yeah not, like yeah it, it really was something that i had to take a minute to really look at myself yeah because like this guy i was uh 
actually dating, not talking to, we were actually getting close. Um, I wasn't ready to be in a full-blown relationship yet, but he was, he was more so like pushing for us to be in a relationship. And I told him, I said, I don't want to stop what we got going on, but I just want to slow it down. Mm. And he ended up, um, me and him stopped talking or whatever. And I just found out he got a whole girlfriend now. So it's like, how, how long were y'all talking and how long until he ended up getting a girlfriend after you? Well, we were, we were talking for six months, but we started getting close um, around like the five month okay. period. And <clears throat> when me and him stopped talking, he ended up getting a girlfriend probably like a month after me and him stopped dating. Damn. Mm-hmm. So he must have been courting both of y'all at the same time but it's like how are you how can I take you I don't know it's, the it's reason why I don't was courting us at the same time is because girl he used to be posting me on his page I used to get so mad Whoa. like don't post on your page yeah that's putting and claims on it so now <laughs> I used to have to go his um his friends to make sure we don't have the same friends damn <laughs> like don't just be posting me right I, I didn't even have posted him posted me my sister was like yeah such and such posted you on his page I'm like you fucking lying I went on I was like oh hell no if you don't get this shit off your page niggas be crazy man like that's not to me it sounds like dude was trying to get into a relationship it sounds like he didn't I won't say that he didn't care but he was way more lenient on a lot of stuff just because he wanted to be in a relationship just that bad. Yeah, and I wasn't, and I told him I wasn't trying. Like, I just felt like, just let things flow. It was, let it, things it, happen. It, Hello. Yeah. I had two dudes in my time during a single time trying to force me into a relationship like that. And the fact yeah. that, that shit comes across like looking kind of sketchy when, yeah. you know, like, we ain't been talking that long. Like, you don't even know me when I'm mad, when I'm sad, when I'm depressed like I don't know you in those stages yet like how do you even know you want to be with me he was talking about marriage yeah. and all that. like exactly like I'm like Nigga, it ain't even been six months yet like what are we doing like I like you as an individual but I really am not there with you yet and he right. got, you know he kind of pushed off of me from being honest and that's why some people don't care to be honest about certain things because it's like you lose that friendship you lose mm-hmm. that that person but it's like honesty is better than some scamming type of line and yeah yeah i'd rather you be honest yeah and you just go off and do some weird shit (laughs) i'm like nigga like what you trying to take me off the market so quick but like what you got planned i don't Mm. know that'd be crazy ones to me now and Um, what's I told him my situation. I told him because even though me and my um, ex have been broken up since last year, we were still messing around. So um, I really officially wasn't done with my ex until maybe, to be honest, maybe like six months ago for real, like when me and him started dating. So it was still kind of fresh, Mm. you know? So I really Mm. wasn't trying to get into nothing too serious because he looking at 
oh, well, you've been broken up for a while. Yeah, I've been broken up, but we were still dibbling, dabbling, and messing with each other. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that happens too, you know? Yeah. All right. So um, pretty much moving on. So now we, you know what I'm saying, we're establishing um, boundaries and learning ourselves and knowing what we want to take into the next relationship. So when you start to get to know somebody um, and, you know, everybody has different love languages, um, discuss um, your love language and how you would show that to your new boo without having to actually like, tell them. I like that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. You go first. <laughs> I, I go first. All right. So, so for me, my love language, I ain't going to steal from... Uh, for money, because we have very similar love languages. But my love language is um, gifts as well as words. Of, I think it's words of affirmation, something like that. Um, so, like for instance, like I like to be told, you know, what I'm saying that I look nice today, or I like to be told that I'm doing something right here. Or I like to actually like hear that I'm like being a good boyfriend or a good partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if I don't hear that like or if even I even like to be told that I'm not being the best partner that I need to work on this or I need to work on that like I feel like if I don't hear those things then I'd be like okay what the fuck's going on like where are we at you know what I'm saying because I'm a type of person I like to talk about every issue and I like to go ahead and discuss it let's figure out a solution <clears throat> so that we don't have to come back to this ever again so, um, so one thing that I have developed, um, in order to make my partner talk, cause my partner's not a talker at all, doesn't really share their emotions. Um, so every Monday we sit down, we have drinks, we have wine, and then like, we'll legit, like just unpack like our whole week. Like, so we'll like discuss how our week went, um, uh, where we may have been irritated with each other, why we were irritated with each other. And how we feel like we could have resolved it a lot easier. Um, and honestly, I noticed that like he's starting to like open up more and actually like really talk about things a lot, lot more than he initially wouldn't have. Do y'all live together? Mm, we live together. Oh, okay. We've been together six years. I think we moved in four and a half years in. Oh, okay. I um after my last relationship, I feel like I don't want to live with a man until I get married mm. you, keep your, you keep your place I'm gonna keep my place I'm not mad at it because I'm just I'm at the point in my life where I'm not about to give you wifely um what's the word I'm thinking of Dude, I'm um, not about to be your wife mm-hmm. because privileges. The wife privileges. exactly wife privileges and you hadn't even proposed to me or anything because I feel like at that point they started getting too comfortable. So it was yeah. like, ain't no really trying to propose because I mean, she here, you know? Yeah. That's where I messed up in my last relationship too. Mine too. <laughs> so I'm not doing that no more. Yeah, I agree with that. As far as my love language, I'm a very affectionate person. I like to love on whoever I'm into. Like, I kiss you hug you hold your hand i'll buy you something oh if i buy you something you know i really (laughs) my money on nobody (laughs) so physical touch would be your first uh physical touch yeah kisses hugs cuddling 
grabbing, you know, all of that. Cause I'm very affectionate. Like my mom even told me the other day that I was her most affectionate kid. Cause I love and kiss my mama all the time. Tell her I love her. <laughs> and that's just how I am. I do that with my sister. My sister be like, get off of me. <laughs> Y'all remember Yanni Bonnie was on here on <laughs> episode two. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though I feel like that's one of the best um love languages I wish that was mine but I'm not really all that touchy but uh, my yeah. partner definitely is so like yeah but it's it's such, it's such an easy it's such an easy like love language to like express it is but it's like but when you really think about it how often do you really hug somebody like you know what I'm saying in a day or how many only times? when you go first see them or leave that's it, it. Like- <laughs> Yeah, and, they, and I heard that honestly, you need like eight hugs a day. Oh wow! I heard I that. Well, I'm sorry, babe. I need more than that. Oh, because <laughs> that's your love language. Yeah, <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, let me go. Um, so I do. I have realized, like, when asking a question and dating during this time, that most men, um, uh, love language is actually physical touch. Um. And it makes sense because, you know, not a lot of men, you know, growing up, it's like, okay, go be a boy, be manly, say it with your chest, don't show emotion. So they're not really loving on them kids like that, you know, so I get it. So I definitely try to do a lot of touching, rub it on the thigh, you know, back, neck rubs and stuff like that, make sure I'm touching on that person and whatnot. Um, But for me, my love language is like, uh, your majesty's here is um quality time for me uh gifts and then it's uh words of affirmation because I do feel like like even with um the guy that I'm dating now like I'll appear like looking my best in front of him right and he won't tell me verbally but when we get when we leave and we're texting and stuff afterwards he was like man I could barely look at you you had me so nervous uh, and I'm like, why are you still nervous around me? It's so cute. But he was like, um, you were so fine. And he'll do all the eyes, all the ends, fine. He was like, you were just so beautiful, man. Like, I can't believe like we even, you know, da, da, da. And so, but it's like, it would be nice for you to tell me that in person. Cause like, that'll help me relax too. Cause I'm like, damn, you know, I thought I was looking the bomb today for you. Like, damn, you mm-hmm. give me a compliment or something. So it's like, I'm, I'm there too, with that words of affirmation as well as like, um, for me, with the words of affirmation, it would be reassurance. I'm yeah. going to need so much reassurance in my next relationship to help me to, uh, that'll also help like with my trust issues and whatnot, I feel. But um, yeah, the reassurance thing. But I would, uh, I feel like the best way to do that with your partner is to, uh, you're not really supposed to display your love languages. So you're supposed to do there. So, you know, find out All what right. your language is. And then do those exact things. Like I post a lot of things on both of my pages that kind of tells you what those um, things would be when it comes to a specific love language for quality time, like what you should be doing. You know, having your Netflix and chill time, planning a date, planning Mm -hmm. that time with them just to chill and watch a movie or whatnot. Um, And then like physical touch, making sure you're showing that affection, giving them hugs, kisses every now and then touching them or whatnot. And then um, the gifts, buying them little things. Like it doesn't have to be, when somebody says their uh, love language is gifts, it's not always about like the grand lux of, oh, buy me a bag or something like that. It can be the smallest thing, their favorite candy, their favorite treats. It's the fact that you thought about me, uh-huh. you know, 
listen to the conversation. I said I needed something. Damn, I ran out of this. Like, go buy it for me, you know? Yeah. And I think the last one is uh, acts of services. So if somebody likes acts of services, fill my gas tank up if you see us on E. Take it to get an oil change. Clean up. Fold these clothes if you see I'm doing the laundry all the time. Wash these dishes if I just cook. Stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that 100%. So I want to close it out by painting us the perfect picture of your perfect mate, perfect relationship for your next relationship. And let's manifest it. Okay. You, oh, oh, no, go, ahead. go ahead, Naisha. Go ahead, Naisha. Oh, no, I was just going to say, do you mean uh, far as, uh, the perfect mate far as physical appearance or like the way that they would, you want to get treated? Everything. Yeah, the whole paint, that whole paint, perfect picture. The type of relationship, the perfect, what they look like, what they're doing for you, what's that next relationship look like? Um, far as appearance, I love me a man with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so facial hair. So beard game. <laughs> yeah, tall, bearded, got his. If I would prefer him to not have kids, I would, I would, I would rather him not have kids. If he have one, that's fine. Cause I know we get into the age where people do have kids right. and a kid to be small. Like, I don't want to be talking to you and you got a six month old baby. Right. <laughs> that's a no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, somebody that's about their business, like somebody that's, that, um, is trying to be a boss not somebody that's trying to work for somebody that's another reason why yeah. i couldn't do what my did with my um ex wanting to be a slave in the military for the rest of his life yeah. um, and far as the relationship goes i want somebody that's kind of like me when it comes to my love language i want somebody that likes to kiss like to hug on me like to grab my booty we in a store oh, you know <laughs> <laughs> you know that's real affectionate and I know a lot of men aren't but I'll take 50 percent because I know a lot of men try to be hard or try to you know not express their feelings the way that women usually express ours or me rather and somebody that can communicate I want somebody that can come to me about everything, any and everything. And I want us to be best friends. Because mm -hmm. I feel like at the end of the day, you're not going to hurt your best friend. Yes. Right. Mm. I love so that. Once we establish that friendship, then I feel like everything else will fall into play. Love that. <clears throat> So and then have... and you want a monogamous relationship, Naisha? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind having fun here and there if that's what he want to do. But mm -hmm. yeah. For the most part, y'all committed to each other. I got you. Huh. Yeah. I said, but for the most part, y'all committed to each other. Mm -hmm. All right. So since I'm already in a relationship, um, I'm just gonna manifest the things that I do want. You know, I want um I want two houses um one in north carolina one in atlanta yeah um i want i want more money than we could ever imagine mm. i want i want boss up status shit like naisha said like 
we like we both got a company um he's an entrepreneur as far as like he has his own hair salon i got my own thing going on but i want us to boss up together on some other boss up shit because i got a lot of ideas on how to like expand the business so i already see the business being expanded uh having multiple locations uh having multiple cars taking more multiple trips um making memories that's all I'm about. I'm really big on making memories and making sure that like life is being lived to the fullest because we only get one chance to do this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm only this age one ch- one time at this yep. particular moment. Like I'd never be this age again. So I feel like live it up to the fullest. I agree. And be truthful and honest with each other and being <laughs> and making sure that you're being completely truthful and honest with your partner at all times. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking notes on some of y'all stuff. Y'all name some stuff I need. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people can't take honesty. Yeah. They would rather somebody lie to them. Come on. I prefer you be real with me. I prefer, I yep. really, if you made a mistake and cheated, I would be so much better if you came to me and was like, you know what? I fucked up. I cheated. And I'd be like, damn. I'd be like, okay. So, you know what happened? Let's talk about it. Like, I'll be mad. I ain't gonna lie. At the forefront, of course, I'm gonna be mad. But eventually, like, I'm gonna be like, okay, let's talk about it, what happened. Yeah. And then, you know, figure out what, what happened, where, where it went from. I, now, I would be easier to forgive on, like, uh, this happened with some random person at the club type thing versus it being like, this is a random night I had with my friend and me and my friend fucked. I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to know the why, though. Why? Yes, you, I have to know. The what am I wrong to make you want to go step out? Exactly. Exactly. So, I, so maybe we can talk about it, and then I can fix it, so it don't have to happen again. Exactly. But if I have to find out from somebody else, or if I look a fool, oh, then it's gonna be it's gonna be trash. Are we the same sign, Naisha? What's your uh, sign? Gemini. Yeah. I'm a Gemini. Yes, that your majesty. Because the way that we describe, the way that we feel about certain shit, it sounds like a fucking Gemini. And I'm just so like, bro, funny. she's a Gemini. Y'all are both Gemini. I said yeah. this more than once. I was like, she's a Gemini. She's a Gemini. <laughs> I knew I liked you. <laughs> I love it. That's dope. Okay, so let's see. I'm about to manifest my perfect mate and my upcoming relationship which is coming 2022 i can feel it y'all that is my year okay so so the universe can receive it yes let me get that sunlight over there it's all gloomy over here in atlanta <laughs> oh, oh, this is going over here <laughs> okay so yes he is oh he's attractive he's sexy he uh, makes me feel good about myself. He speaks life into me. I speak life into him. He's taller than me. He's in shape, or at least semi in shape. We can help keep each other healthy. He's ambitious, financially stable and well off. He has no kids because we're going to have our kids together. We're going to have amazing, beautiful, happy, healthy, obedient kids. Um, he's a great communicator. He's truthful and honest. He, um, if, even if he can't, you know, got a little swag about himself, he lets me, you know, step in and make my opinion and, you know, help him get him together, get him straight, looking good, smelling good, 
great teeth, great smile, Ugh. great sex. Um, we are best friends. We share common interests. We are happy, successful. We own multiple homes, some in the U.S., some outside of the U.S. Love it. We are happy within our careers and our entrepreneurships. We have multiple sources of income. Um, we are living our best, lavish lives, traveling, open and honest with each other, non-judgmental. And uh, yeah, and we grow old together. We um, are mentally sane, emotionally uh, available, and would never hurt each other. I like that, being like emotionally available. Yes, yes. And with all that, we say amen. Amen, honey. Amen, amen. Amen. <laughs> Jesus' name, amen. This was great, y'all. I love this. Yeah, this was good. <laughs> Thank you, Naisha, for coming no on. Problem. No yeah. problem. We definitely going to get you back on here. because we. I was going to say, anytime, I want me to um, just let me know like the night before. Okay. At least so that I can, you know, make sure I have some time where I can actually conversate or converse, whatever they want to do. Perfect. All right. So um, I'm about to close this thing out. Y'all make sure y'all are checking her out. Check her out. Go follow her. Show her some love. Make sure y'all are following us as well as the podcast at A Little Kiss and Tell on um, IG, A-L-K-T podcast on Twitter, as well as on TikTok. Um, make sure y'all subscribe rate us, leave a great review or no review. Um, and be sure y'all are sharing it with y'all friends and yeah, spreading the word for us. Y'all help get our name out there, get us out there. And until next time, you guys, bye. 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 Face down as a waiting for me. I'ma show you pretty ass that you'll never see. Don't be scared, let your head down. Give your body all it needs, yeah. Just give it to me, baby, yeah. And we go. How we make love on the street To Pluto We're finessing like Bruno Give you this love that you want Make it last all night Cause you know Cause you know It's gonna be a fun ride Now we're here Take over Show me how bad you wanna Give me that I won't. Gotta keep me craving it all night long